Okay, let's get started. Yesterday was Daf Tzadik Bey's number 92. And today is Tzadik Gimel 93. We'll do a review of yesterday's Daf. And we'll have a mind for Shalema, for all who need it, Amy Bastvara, to how I remember Yudas Basara, Rachelay Basara, Hadassah Basronia. Um, all right, that's it. Okay, and anybody else? Okay. So, we're starting our review at the bottom of the page on Tzadikala from base, and we said that uh, Rav Ashi said a, a statement that, uh, that uh, as a, really an observation from the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that if somebody comes and disproves, and says that, hey, um, your husband is really not dead, um, then... She's, uh, you know, obliged to separate, etc., etc. What if uh, there's a call? There's, a, you know, rumors abound. So do, do, we, do, do we ignore the rumors? So it sounds like that we do ignore the rumors. And uh, so the Gemara says, well, what kind of rumor are you talking about? If it's a rumor after she's married, so of course we ignore the rumors. That's a very, um, we, Rav Ashi already taught us that, that uh, any call that's after marriage, we ignore we're not koshers. We're not going to break up a marriage on the basis of just rumors. However, the chiddush here is is that even though she just went to court, court allowed her to get married, the basis of the information provided. Then, before she actually did get married, there was a call out there that maybe still alive. Um, that heter doesn't become, doesn't fall off on the basis of the call, and that's the extra chiddush. Um, that Ravashi is bringing down here. So then we said um, that uh, if she did get married on the basis of the Bezdin, so then um, um, after, uh, after she, and then the guy walks in, she's going to have to get divorced, but the advantage is, is because since it was Alpi Bezdin, she's not going to need to bring a korban. So Ziri says, the mission is incorrect. Uh, because the base, the medrash, we learned in the base medrash that uh, Beza makes a ruling um, that's that's clearly a mistake. So that's a different. So the halacha is is that if you, if Beza makes a ruling that's clearly a mistake, the the rule is that we that uh, we uh, ignore the um, we basically consider it a mistake, and everyone's going to have to bring a korban. We don't consider it that uh, it's uh, basically like a, a, a per, you know. Like Bezdin, like a ruling of Bezdin, only a real, true ruling of Bezdin. That's that. That's where we'll accept it. But this is not. Uh, this is not that. So, um, so the example is, uh, let's say that Bezdin ruled that the sun set. It turns out that, well, the sun didn't set. So then, that's the that basically we can ignore that. Um, uh, you know, basically, if they if everyone did malacha, they can't say that. Well, we relied on Bezdin. Doesn't work that way. There, it's a mistake. Clearly, what's clearly a mistake, it's not considered a ruling, and they, everyone's going to have to bring their own korban. Everyone's going to bring their own korban chatas. That's basically what happened. Um, anyway, it's clearly the same thing over here. I mean, uh, Bezdin said that she's free to marry, but the guy walks in. And, you know, it's a mistake. So it's a mistake of Bezdin. So then she should have to bring korban. Um, 
Now, that's the Iri, Rav Nachman disagrees, he says that it's actually still Hora, and he proves that it's Hora, because everywhere else we don't believe an Eid Echad, here we did believe an Eid Echad, obviously because it's a Hora, it is a ruling. Um, Rava says, I'll prove to you that it's a toast, that it is a mistake, because if Bezin makes a ruling by, uh, about, let's say, the forbidden fats and blood, that it's permitted, and then uh, they set, change their uh, mind and said, no, it's really Asr. They see a really compelling argument that it should be forbidden. So uh, if they want to retract themselves and say it's permitted, we just ignore that. Um, but over here, if an Echad says that uh, she's free to marry, and then two witnesses come and say not, so then a new one witness that comes in, we would obviously we would we would accept that new witness saying that he did die now uh, or afterwards. And obviously the reason is is because we look at the first statement as if it was a mistake, and it's not like a ruling of bezin. The idea being, bezin can't be flip flopping like that. That's kind of what it's going on. Once they once they change their mind, you can't just go you know, flip flopping back and forth. So how are they allowed to do that over here? The answer is is because the first one was based on an error. That's not called a ruling. And therefore, they're only going flipping and not flip-flopping. You understand? So that's the difference. That's the concept over there. It's an interesting idea. Anyway, um, um, so basically it's proof that it's a toes. Rabbi Leizer also says that it's a toes, it's a mistake. And that's why he says that she's going to have to bring a carbon chatas. Um, if it was a mistake, it makes sense. That's why you bring a kormachatas. But if it's a hurrah, so then why would she bring her own korban? So I maybe Rebbe Leizer holds that uh, when a yachid, when an individual uh, acts on a hurrah's best and he still have his own korban, that wouldn't fit into the words, Yikov Adinas Ahar, that he says. Yeah, that's implying that, that this is, um, that, that, that we, that we, it's the exception, it's not normal. Normally, she should not have to bring carbon. Only over here, she has to bring carbon. So it clearly holds that it's because we look at the ruling as if it was just a mistake. So that took us to the next thing. Um, if the Bezin gave her permission to marry, and she didn't marry, she did a kilkel. So then she's going to have to bring the carbon. It's not, you know, not like our Mishnah says. Now, Rebbe um, Leizer says, what is kilkel? means zinsa, that she just acted, you know, had, had relations, extramarital relations. Yechonon says, no, it's an actual forbidden union. Um, so, um, obviously, if you say it's uh, Izinsa, then surely you'll agree that when it's a forbidden union, that's also going to be high for own korban. Um, but uh, the, the other way around, not, because it's only Amman al-Kongadu, which is the actual Isra Torah, but otherwise, if it's just like, um, you know, living with another man in an extra, in extra marital way, so then, look, she's not, she can argue, look, that's, you, you you stated on me that I'm single, so I'm single. So this is not uh, the, I can be have a carbon in this case. Anyway, um, next we said uh, a raya from the brisa to Rabbi Yochanan because it gives the example of kilkel of Amon el Kongadol Gushav Chalutzu Konhediot. Then it's chayv, she's chayv her own carbon. According to Rabbi Lazar, it's for each and every act of relations, which obviously can add up pretty quickly. Um, and the say, no, it's one korban for the entire marriage, basically. And the Chum do agree to Reb Lazar that if she married five men on the basis of that uh, permission, and then the husband will shows up, then each man, each shall be chayv separately for each, because it's goof and it's different individuals. 
took us to the new Mishnah. A woman whose husband and son go to overseas, and they show and they and people inform her that the husband's died uh, died first, and then her son. So therefore, she's not not falling to evil. And then she went ahead and got married, and then they said, "Oh, it was the other way around. The son died first, and then the and then the father, which means that she is chayiv yibum." And uh, so we said that she has to divorce the guy, first child from that guy, and second child afterwards is also all both going to be a mamzer. Again, it's going like Rabbi Kiva. Um, what if it's the other way around that the the son died first? They told her that the son died first, and then the husband. So she went ahead and did yibum, and then they said, "Oh, it was the other way around. First the father died, then the son." So therefore, you weren't supposed to do yibum. So both children are mamzerim from this brother-in-law. And, but from before and after. If, uh, if she was informed that the husband died and she married on the basis of the husband being dead, and then they said, oh, actually he was alive for a little bit, and then he died. He wasn't yet dead. Um, so then the, the Vlad Rishon will be a mamzer, but not the Vlad, uh, Vlad, uh, Vlad Rishon will, will be a mamzer. Vlad Akron will not be a mamzer. Now, if they say your husband died and she only did a kiddushin, then he shows up, so she could just go right back to her first husband without a get, and even if she gets a get from this guy, the get doesn't puzzle her for marrying a coin, and it's employed in the pasuk. For Blazbar Masia saw it in the text. It says, "Veisha Gerusha Meisha," a woman who's divorced from her husband. Well, what is that coming to say? How else can you get divorced from somebody else's husband? The answer is in this exact case where the marriage is not really a marriage, so that get. Is not really a get, and we disregard it, and she's free to marry a coin still. So that's the, that's what the Pusik's actually referring to is such a scenario. Interesting diuk. Um Brings us to the uh, the Gemara. So when we talk about Rishon and Achron, if it means before the news and after the news, so just say Vlad Mamzer. The answer is that since in the Sefer we need to contrast between the for the news and after the news, because after the news is not going to be a mamzer, so we stuck to that um, that expression of Rishon and Akron. Now, uh, we mentioned that this mission is only going with Rabbi Kiva, who says, Kiddush is not tofes, by Chai Ve'lafen, it doesn't take. Um, and so the Gemara says, and therefore, um, therefore, because uh, the Chacham disagree and say, a mamzer miyavama. So the Gemara says, why does it say a mamzer miyavama? Just say a mamzer miyavama. That's the right way to say it. So the more explains. Um, so the answer is is that this Tana is the Tana de Rabbi Akiva, the Ve Rabbi Akiva, who says that actually Chavi Lavin did Sha'er, you are going to be Mamzer. It's not Chavi Lavin uh, alone, just plain Chavi Lavin, like Yavam Lashuk, then you're not going to be a Mamzer. So that's that's why we specified Yavam. Next we saw Rav Yuda said in the name of Rav. That kedushin does not take at all by yivama. If she's if somebody tries marrying yivama, it doesn't work. So the kedushin is not chalim. It's based on the pasuk says lo siya eishes ameis hachutzol yizdor, which means lo teibo avaya. There's no doesn't have an effect. Um, um, now uh, Shmuel says that look that not enough not clear enough from the text, and that she is going to need a get from that guy who she marries, even though she was, should have done yibum. And uh, he says, because uh, he's not, because there's two ways to read the text. One is like Rob is reading it, or it's just saying, stating a love that it, that there's a love for her to be to somebody else. 
either the lo, it, it could, you could read it that it means that there's no kedushin tofes, or you could read it that it means not not to marry anybody else. Uh, that she should not be chutzalishdor. Okay, so therefore we are going to require a get because maybe the, the marriage is effective. Rav Mor Barachos said to Rav Ashi that Meimar paskins like Shmuel, lachas like Shmuel, which means um, that she needs a get. So Rav Ashi says if that's true that the lachav al Shmuel. So maybe it would follow that. Let's say the Yavam, the the, the Yavam was a Kohen. So obviously she needs a get from this other guy who she get married to. So then the then the Yavam obviously can't do Yibum, since he can't do Yibum because he's a Kohen. So he's gonna have to do Chalitza. So if he's gonna have to do Chalitza, so then she um, she should be able to go back to her first husband. So the Gemara says, why should the sinner? Gain over here because he's a Kohen. That's illogical. So rather, it's the other way around. If the Yavam was Yisrael, so then that guy will give a get, and then the Yavam will be able to marry her and do and do and do Yibum, even though she was technically married to the other guy. But that doesn't uh, inhibit his right, right to do Yibum. That's an interesting question. Okay. Next, we saw Rav Gidel said the name of Chibra Yosef in the name of Rav. That um, there's no kedushin to Yavama, but there is an isuin. So it's like qualifying Rob's statement that uh, kedushin is not tofes. He says that's only true for kedushin. There is nothing, but nisuin uh, there is. So the Gemara says, how 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 can that be? If kedushin is in tofes, so then the nisuin isn't either. Mar- a marriage is. I mean, it's one thing. So the Gemara says, you're right. Let's mend the meaning to say that there's no kedushin. There is no nisuin. Period. That's one way of saying it. Other uh, explanation is that nisuin, that there is nisuin, doesn't mean that there is nisuin. It means that it's, it's effective, that nisuin is effective in the sense that it's like an active snos, and therefore it makes it like Rafa Nuna says, that if a Shomer's Yavam had relations with a foreign man, she becomes also to the Yavam. The Yavam can't give him anymore. Okay? And uh, that's, that's what it means that there is nisuin, meaning nisuin is effective. In terms of prohibiting her to the Yavam. Um, another explanation is that really it's, it's literally as we sang this Kedushin, Einba, Nisuin, Yeshba. What does that mean? That, um, that, that, that since, it's, uh, since it's switchable to the case of uh, the Isho's husband went to Medina Sayyam, because it's very similar. So, I mean, it's also based on the news that there's no Mitzvah Yibam, and then it turns out that the news is incorrect. So, um, so basically, there's the, the just like by Isha Shalopalim if the, if she was mikudeshes to somebody else, so then the kedushin has no effect, and she doesn't even need to get from the guy. That's nothing. But if she was nisua, there's a penalty, and she is going to require a get. So the same thing over here, because um, they work together, because they're similar. Okay, next we saw Rav Yanai said a statement. That uh, in the, we came to a conclusion, Chabura, that Kedushan is not Tofes by Yavama. So Rabbi Yochanan says, isn't, Don't we have a Mishnah on that, to that effect? It says in the Mishnah that if a man tells his w- a wife uh, that you uh, want you to marry me after I convert, or after you convert, or after I'm freed as a slave from being a slave, or after you're freed from being a slave. 
after your husband dies, meaning he's giving her money now, or the condition now, to take effect when her husband dies. Okay? Or after her sister dies, who he's married to. Or after you get chalitza done from the Yavam. Um, all of those cases is not a good kiddushin because it's not... So obviously the fact that we're putting chalitza in the same list, um, it shows that, uh, chalitza, that, the yibum, that that right now it's not effective. It's all, you can't even do the kiddushin now. Um, and that's, the, that's what seems to be uh, raya. So, and uh, uh, that's what Rabbi Yochanan is showing you from the Mishnah. And uh, Rabbi Yani says, you know, had I not told you the din, you never would have saw it in the Mishnah. Okay? But he, he really is admitting that it, the Mishnah is implying that. Mm-hmm. And that's where we got up to, sort of, Rish said, um, if, if, if he wasn't being praised by Rav Yanai, that that's a great raya, I would have said, what kind of raya is that? Maybe the Mishnah is going like Rabbi Kiva, who says that there's no Kedushin Tofes at all by Chav so that is the bottom line, and that's uh, where we left off yesterday. Uh, that's the review.